Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you? Hello, and welcome back to an all-new Zompire Horde Podcast. I believe this is episode 29, where I, your host, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, you're over that way. <laughs> uh, we talk horror, true crime, macabre. What's up, Michelle of the Dead? Well, I'm glad the rad, same old, same old. Just got off work and happy to be here. And we have a very, very, very special guest today. Would you like to introduce her? Yes. Tonight we are bringing on a gal by, <clears throat> hold on, excuse me. Hello, Did Professional you... Paranormal Research and Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee is in the house. Yes. Um, hang on one second. I got to find, I'm trying to find, I had a page pulled up real quick though. You have somebody pretty special that's coming on next week. Don't you? Um, yeah, next week we're going to have Mick Strawn. Um, he did like the set design and special effects for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street part three and four, um, a bunch of other stuff. He's got a book called behind the screams, which I own and he signed. Right. Um, it's really, really good. It, it kind of gives you some backdoor view of of what happens on on set for a horror film and tells you how you know, certain special effects are done and, and how things are made it's a really really good book i'm excited for that tonight we have stacy forbes on stacy an actress who has actually been in some pretty huge movies uh american hustle um grown-ups 2 sex tape um so let's bring her on yes welcome stacy oh she can't hear us or we can't hear her. Hey, it's Melissa. Melissa's here. And it's Steven. <laughs> Man, we right. got, there's a lot of people joining us. Yeah, tonight. everybody's here. Hey, thank you for showing thank your you support. For, yeah, professional paranormal research. I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> it's all right, Matt. Uh, are you with us or can you hear us? Uh, Cease has been having a little bit of technical difficulties. We've been trying to work out uh, just before the show, so I'm sure she'll she'll be here momentarily. Do well, you want to maybe tell us a little bit about her? Yeah, well, so she's like I said, been in some pretty you know big movies. She's from Boston. Uh, she's a New England area actress who's been in American Hustle, which had Christian Bale in it. Huge movie. Uh, what's his name? Bradley Cooper was in that one. Um, so yeah, then you talk about Grown Ups. You have uh, Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, David Spade. So another, you know, huge movie. Uh, yeah. The way, way back. Um, we've had Steve Carell, Tony Collette, and then obviously Sex Tape, which had Jason Siegel, <clears throat> um, Ted Two, Mark Wahlberg, Seth MacFarlane, Amanda Seyfried, uh, and then uh, R.I.P.D., which is a really badass movie if you haven't seen it, and it has I Ryan have Reynolds. Not and I've really Mary wanted Lee. to. What a and great cast. She's now six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We are currently like only degrees. one degree from Kevin Bacon. Correct. Correct. That's pretty awesome. I can't wait to ask her questions about that. Stacy. She's back. Is she back? She's not back. <laughs> well, we got okay, pictures of her. Guys. Be patient, guys. We're, we're here. What's up? Yeah. Luke, so, Skate, Peach, and I'm, the Snake. Have you seen <laughs> any of the movies that uh, she's been in? 
Have you seen Ted you know, 2? Grown I, I have not, unfortunately. I'm embarrassed to say I have not. Um, I've been meaning to. I was, I've been on set all weekend and was like just super busy. But oh. uh, well, let's talk about you being on set while we wait for uh, Miss Forbes. Oh, um, I did some uh, location scouting uh, on Friday uh, for a project I'm working on with a couple of people. And then um, Saturday, I was up in the U District, I think, I don't know, somewhere in Seattle doing makeup uh, for a, a film called The Corruption. Can you guys hear me? Which, yeah, oh, yeah she's me. here. <laughs> Can you hear us? Oh, we lost her again. Oh. But, well, she so is here, you guys. Maybe we're, the RIPD did nab her. <laughs> I'm so excited to have her on. I'll, I'll wait. We'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you were uh, you were on set. You were location scouting. Um, uh, yeah, I was doing makeup. Um, did a little bit of makeup uh, yesterday too. I was on set all day out in Ballard. So tell um, us about uh, working on a zombie film. So I got to do like six sets of zombie hands you know it's like half arms down to the hands um a couple of you. hey oh, i can hear you there you are sorry <laughs> my kid i don't know what's going on i think it's the connection over this way i just keep walking around trying to find a good spot that i'll be able to hear you guys we can totally I'm hear so you sorry. there you set some high expectations i did hear a little bit <laughs> <laughs> don't make me too nervous oh no you're good well, and you're in a good spot too we're excited oh, to good. have you I won't move. I'm going to stand right here. <laughs> Freeze. Put, put both I'm arms in the air you. You and hold your phone. <laughs> How Get are some you um, like tinfoil, make some rabbit ears. <laughs> We're doing Good good. Uh, we uh, obviously we go live every Monday. So this is our normal time slot. Um, sitting here talking about you has got me excited to talk to you. Tell us how you got into acting. Weren't didn't where you were, you were doing modeling first, weren't you? Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, I started really young. I started doing beauty pageants. And I always say that's where I got a lot of my experience from because you're anything but yourself. No, I'm not knocking anyone who does them. It wasn't for me. It was more like my mom pushing me and pushing me. And she's like, just go, just do it. You're going to love it. And it just, I didn't vibe with it. I didn't. I was like, let's go steal the exit sign. Does anyone want to smoke that? <laughs> so I totally wasn't in with that crowd. You know what I mean? It just it wasn't like yeah. that. I did it for a couple of years and I, I did it and I I was actually Miss Northern New England, which was awesome. I mean it's that's awesome. awesome to represent New cool. England. And um from that point I kind of just I stayed in college and I finished college. And believe it or not, you guys wouldn't believe how I actually got into it. Someone scouted me on Facebook. Oh, wow. actually, yeah, it's the strangest thing. Like little things like that really happen. You know, that's how Jennifer Lawrence got her start. She started in um, a, in a sub shop in New York. Oh, wow. wow! Someone. That's how she got her start. So it's you know it's it's kind of a funny story. So they actually sent me a letter. I was like, this is a joke. Get out of here. So I called and I was like, I, I got this letter, and I don't know if this is real or. And they're like, no, it's real. It's real. You can look. We're we're a licensed agency. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, no, no, come back, come back. to us. <laughs> Shit. Pull your left foot off the ground. <laughs> you got to keep going. Melissa loves your accent. <laughs> Melissa's our number me. one fan. <laughs> I can't remember where I saw it, but it was funny because I had heard another 
Oh wait. Okay. Oh, so yes, I'm, I'm there twice now. Look at me. I'm tr I'm double triple. Look at that twin. So, so um, yeah. So I ended up getting this letter from an agency that scouted me off of Facebook, and I went in, and they're brutally honest with you. They'll tell you up front, like, you know, you're really pretty. You have really nice eyes, but you got to go with dark hair. Like you can't have light colored hair because your eyes are going to stand out if you're dark. So you're going to have to go dark. I'm like, but I don't like dark hair. Well, you're going to like it. <laughs> you'll, you'll get used to it because you get paid to get used to those things. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. So I have to color my hair like black so that my eyes would pop. I'm like, all right, get used to that. She's like, and you definitely got to drop like, you know, five pounds. She's like, not a lot. I, I'm used to telling people more. Five pounds should be fine. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is rough. But um, the second she gave me a script and she was like, you know, you're a natural. I, I think you can do this. And I was like, oh, these people probably tell everybody that. But then when they call and they're like, all right, so the director from Grown Ups 2 called and pulled your headshot and wants to meet you. And I'm like, get out of here. And then the next thing I know, I'm sitting with Adam Sandler and Selma Hayek and That's Kevin James and Maria Bello. I'm like, is this really real? Is this real right now? Is this real life? So, your so it's kind of crazy. Your hat reminds So your first like gig was actual um, Grown Ups 2? Uh -oh, we Which brings me, though, about the accent, because I thought this was one of the funniest. I think it was in <clears throat> Ted 2 or something. I can't remember where I heard it, but it was in one of the, um, I believe it was something that uh, uh, that McFarland guy did, where he was talking about girls from Boston having sex. And they're like, ah, fuck me. Fuck. And it was like I promise you guys, I am, sta I am statue. I promise. <laughs> I moved. We'll keep bringing <laughs> you back. No worries. <laughs> so, so Adam actually, when he came on set, um, he's wicked down to earth. He came in and he was sporting a pair of Adidas shorts, uh, white beater, and some high tops. And I was like, "Is he serious?" Like that. I have to go to wardrobe, but I'm in there for three hours, and they're clawing my face, my hair. They're poking pins in me, and he just comes strolling in like he just got off the basketball court. He's like, hey, <laughs> "I'm like, is that oh. is that real? That's fair." But um, yeah, so I mean, he was cool. He was down to earth. Maria Bello is super sweet. She's she's a teeny tiny little thing. I mean, oh, really? teeny tiny. Oh yeah, wow. she is so small. And she's well, so cute too. She's so cute. One of the things I heard too um, in an interview you did was um, that the, I believe it was the modeling agency or acting agency, typically they charge for like headshots and things like that, but they kind of skated you through. Is that right? Hi, Nick. Nick's one of my favorite people in the world. That's Nick the zombie. He wants to know what is the zombie film, uh, probably the one you're working on. Yeah, it's, it's a local film called Genre. Mm. Um, All right. Yeah. It, it cut out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. One yeah. more time. Go ahead. Oh, um, what was, oh, yeah. So I remember hearing in an interview you did that, um, you know, typically modeling agencies charge you as a client and they actually skated you through, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I was I was awesome. really lucky. I was really lucky. My headshots were actually done by the same photographer that he did a shoot for Tyra Banks and it took him two years to finish it. Oh my god. He, tra he transformed her into like 17 different models. He turned her into Kate Kate Moss. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right when we get to the good parts. <laughs> I'm like, this is a suspense. 
It's a suspense cast. <laughs> this is the most suspenseful. I'm uh, so sorry, you guys. It's okay. no, crazy. <laughs> you get us right here, and then it's like, <gasps> you know, I like, wonder if it's my if it's my phone because I have my phone on Do Not Disturb. So I wonder if it is ringing, kicking me off every time. But it's on oh. Do Not Disturb. But anyway, um, so yeah, that was my my first photographer that did my headshots in New York, and I was I was so lucky. I mean, I was so I was so freaked out, but so excited. Like girls know how they get. Like they have to pee every two minutes when they're when right. they're like, "Oh my god, what's gonna happen next?" So I'm like, <laughs> right. "Is there a bathroom nearby?" Because we were outside, like on like a layer of bricks, doing pictures, and people are walking by in New York, like just a typical day in New York. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was really, Stephen I was really lucky. Oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Stephen Belter had a question. He wants to know if there's any Stephen King films in your future, and are you a fan of Lobster? Lobster. That's funny. Who's not a lobster? I, I was just in uh, I was just in Providence, Rhode Island last year and had my first lobster roll, and it's the best thing in the world. Right? Isn't it? <laughs> I I mean you know, I'm not I, I I love Providence too. That's where we um yeah. filmed we filmed um Bleed for This with Miles Teller. So tell me tell me about Bleed for This. That's not a movie I'm actually familiar with. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen it yet. Don't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Like, Only four people watch our podcast. So. No. <laughs> Perfect. Um, you know, it's kind of like, it's one of those weird things because a, a friend, when I first started out, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do like little background work and stuff like that. And then I started working with independent filmmakers and they're like, you should be doing features. Why are you doing background work? I'm like, it's just fun. I don't know. I don't mind it. And um, someone called me from Rhode Island, who I love to death. I do love him to death. He was one of my acting coaches. And he's like, hey, I got some awesome background work for you and bleed for this. And I was like, oh, okay, because I, I have a role in that already. And he was like, oh, <laughs> you do? And I was like, yeah. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, I do. Can you believe? Oh, that's awesome. I think we lost her briefly again. Lobster. Everybody likes lobster. I freaking love it. I just ate seafood for an entire week, and I'm not even like. Is it you guys? Out. Because I'm talking too fast. No. No. <laughs> I'm just are, kidding. Are you on your Wi-Fi at home? On your phone? Yeah. Yeah. That Should might be Wi-Fi. Yeah, that might be better. If I shut it off, will it work? Yeah, because you'll just go to your regular. It might kick you, and you'll have to re-add us, but that might be the problem. Are you still there? She's working on it. She's working on it. Hey. <laughs> hey, she's working on it. But uh all right, I shut it off. So there you there are. Excellent. All right. It's off. All right. Like that. So yeah, so I mean it, it wasn't a huge role, but I mean, hey, I mean, I got to sit with Tag Bundy. Who can say that? I mean, Dude. I to hang with her and have a coffee with her. She is awesome. She's she's another one who's like super tiny. You know how she's like wicked big chested and married with children? Yeah. She's not really like that. Uh, she's not. No, and she was blonde. She was wearing like heels in that movie. I'm not sure. Oh, well, yeah. The heels and like the big hair and the boobs yeah. and the little waist. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's nothing like that. I mean, she's, she was wicked sweet too. Miles Teller was really quiet. 
I'll tell you guys a quick story about Miles Teller. I don't know yeah. if you know who he is, but um, yeah. he he has like a scar across his neck. And me being, I mean, I was still fairly new. So I was like, that scar is kind of cool. And he was like, yeah, it's real. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, no, it's real. He's like, I almost died. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said he was in Florida and he was on vacation. And he got into a really bad car accident out there and he literally almost died. And that's yeah. from surgery. I was like, wow, holy. So you're that's human, fun. perfect. We're gonna get along great. <laughs> so yeah, he was nice. Um, tell me about being on the set of American Hustle because that's like an all-star cast. It was a dream come true. It was. Um, Are you still there? <laughs> I might be. I might be. Uh, um, can you guys hear me? <laughs> Are you guys able to hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. that one. Can you hear us? I can hear you. There might be a little bit of a delay. <coughs> but um, yeah, so the heat was actually filming in Boston at the same time. So that was really hard for me because I wanted to work with Melissa McCarthy so bad. But then you look at oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeremy and then you look at Bradley Cooper and Amy Adams. How can you say no to that? You know? Right. But I will tell you that that set was probably the most difficult set I've ever, ever been on in terms of physical limitations because I had to push myself. I was in stilettos for like 12 hours. I swear to God, oh, if my feet could have been God. bleeding, they would have been. And then um, it's weird because what they'll do is they'll they'll tell you, we're going to put you in with Bradley. It's going to be in a dancing scene, you know, just act natural like you're at the club kind of thing. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then the next thing I know, I'm literally dancing with Bradley Cooper and Amy oh Adams. God. So it's like, it's Dude. so trippy. And then it's weird because then you're like home in your house the next day and you're like, did I really do that? Oh my God. And you're like but you know, the pain was still there, let me tell you. Because it it was it was like January and I'm walking around in stilettos in a skin tight like jumpsuit, like <laughs> tight crotch, tight boobs, the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> if my father could see me now, he would die. But <laughs> it was it was so fun. And they would they pulled us together like super quick and they're like, Who here knows how to do the hustle? Not one person raised their hand. And they're like, Yep, you have about thirty seconds to learn it. So they brought in a professional dancer and he showed us how to do the hustle like super quick. And I was like, oh my God, memory, memory, please work, please work. But <laughs> it's so surprising to see like how everyone works under pressure because there's a scene in that movie where um, Amy Adams is in the bathroom stall and Bradley goes into the bathroom and he's banging on the door and he kind of like has to bend her over in the stall and he's like trying to lift up her dress. but it was really hard for him to do it because there were girls in the bathroom. I was one of the girls that was in the bathroom with them. So I saw the director like pull him aside for a second and kind of give him a pep talk. And it was, it was a good reality check for me because it let me see, you know, although he's a top a notch professional actor, he still needs a little bit of coaching too. So it kind of made me feel yeah. a little bit better, but he is, he's super down to earth. I don't know if you guys know, but he has an IQ that's off the chart. Like he's legitimately a genius. Wow. Oh, really? Bradley Cooper is? He's not just a good actor. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 
Oh, wow. And he is not uh, eye broccoli either. So. <laughs> and um, yeah, he doesn't look too bad without the shirt as well. I'm just going to add that in there. Ooh. <laughs> Since we brought up sexy Bradley Cooper, I think we should roll right in the uh, sex tape, right? Like that would be like the next, that, that was like our segue. That would make sense. Yeah, sex tape was an interesting one. I didn't know what that was about, to be honest with you. And when it's you so title, funny because when people are, well, you know, I kind of, the way that it was, and I still haven't seen that either. No shame, but um, the way that it was explained to me was a, a married couple was trying to spice things up. And they ended up recording themselves in their bedroom, and it, it was kind of brought to the kids' school the next day and played on a on the big screen in the auditorium. And that's basically, that's pretty much yeah. how it's explained to me. I haven't seen it. Okay, that's basically. But when people hear that I'm in that, they're like, "Oh, so you're an actress?" I'm like, "Yeah, I like film. <laughs> well, what kind of film?" I'm like, "Not that kind of film." But yeah, I mean, well, so why you're only here for me? yeah right <laughs> exactly it's just it's funny because people just they're so quick to assume but let me tell you guys a funny story the first first thing it was actually in providence the first thing i i ever did oh actually no i think it was the second thing um i did like a 48 film festival which i can explain to you guys what that is after but i'm doing one of those right now <laughs> oh you are okay I, I i've done them yeah. a couple times i love them yeah um fun. So I, I did one of those and I met a group of people and they were like, oh, we're going to be filming an independent in Providence if you're interested. You, we just need you to be a go-go dancer. And I was like, oh, I can do that. So I got my got my goods and my 70s goods on and my big platform boots. I had so much fun. But I was leaving and the guy's like, do you want to stay for the orgy scene? I'm like, that's funny. That's cute. No, no thank you. And I left, right? So then... I see the I see the DVD in Walmart and I'm like, oh, I've never seen it. I'm gonna pop it in. He was not joking. He was not joking. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. So now I'm like paranoid because I'm like, do I have to call my agent and tell her I was in that? Is she gonna fire me? Like, am I gonna get in trouble? What if my father sees this? I mean, it was full on. It was full on. I'm like, oh my oh god, my. I could have killed that kid. He didn't tell me. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. It was it was basically soft porn. I had no idea. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I was fully clothed throughout the whole thing. I I was a go-go dancer, so I was fully clothed, but I had no idea what it was about. It was like demons and sex and drugs and it was a little crazy. Sounds like our kind of films. But I love I, I, I like the independent scene to be honest with you. That's a like a huge thing for me, especially like being in Boston. There's so many independent filmmakers here. And um one of my colleagues, he actually works at Boston University and he does a lot of marketing for them. He's awesome. Um, him and I actually went in and did a 401. So we did like a, it was pretty much a charitable organization, which we called the Boston Film Mafia. And oh, what wow. we did is we brought in all kinds of independent filmmakers. They had to be within a certain mile radius, but we had people from Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, um, and they would submit their work and we would all vote. It was him and I, and then we brought in two other people. So the four of us would have to vote whether we're going to present it or not. And we rented this big place in the city 
and would put their film out there and people would pay five dollars at the door and that was enough just to cover the the rent and we played their movie and got them seen and we did it for about two years but we burned out like we were just i'm like i'm not auditioning i'm not filming like i'm constantly watching other people's movies (laughs) you know so we both kind of skated away from it after two years but it was a great way to network and we met a ton of people and i got a lot of gigs off of that too but working with independent like you kind of get stuck and let me know if i'm talking too much because i'm from no no this part is especially interesting to me because that's i'm I'm doing a lot of little independent local stuff there's a big scene in the seattle area and oh um, good I'm, i'm working on like my third 48 right now well, I will that's be. Awesome. That's how I started too, doing 48. I love. Yeah, they're so fun. They well, and you so start, fun. you know, yeah, and you can work with this like the same people sometimes, and so mm-hmm. you get this little film family going, and it's like, oh my god, yay, Jeremy from Sound is going to be there. Yeah, yes, it's awesome. exactly. <laughs> you start to know who the people are on the set. Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree with you. And I yeah. think well, too, with the independent filmmakers, they have to be more creative because they're working with less. They don't have this huge budget that they can go there's, get like yeah, all these explosives no and all that <laughs> stuff, you know. There's no yeah. budget, so you have to like make do. Yeah, well, yeah. Pizza for lunch, guys. Both work at uh, volunteer at Seattle Crypticon, and so we get to meet a lot of like the local independent oh, horror movie right. people and things like that. So we're rather entwined that's in our, awesome. our local horror community. Um, so that's yeah, awesome. that's that, one of the things while we were waiting for you actually was Michelle was talking about you what well, you were what scouting location this weekend. You did you did some special effects. What did you do with special effects? Oh, um, on Saturday for the corruption, I did. Um, I just did some rashing around the eye a little bit bigger than last time. And then we're going to go back in time because usually things aren't filmed chronologically. Um, right. In a couple of weeks and finish that and then just some makeup on on the female. And then yesterday I spent all day doing zombie hands and some cuts and bruises on faces and um, just general beauty makeup on, on the actress. It was so much fun. Yeah. I was like, hey, 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 I know you. I worked with you before. You know, I was like, hey, you, 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 you can right for you. What was that? <laughs> I said, I said Stacy, if she needs an FX girl, I got one right here for you. <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm a little you know, far, far away, but a, he was, my ex was a um, FX. He was a pretty big one too. He passed away Hi. last year, I'm but um, yeah, no, that's, he's in a much better place. He was really, really sick. So, but he did teach me a few things. So I can do like a bullet hole. I can yeah. do a rush. I could do a bullet hole easy, but he taught me like how to do things using stuff from home, like using like lint yeah. and using like a, a dryer paper. Yeah. And just yeah. a little or bit of latex. Of paper, yeah. latex. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, amazing what you can do you know i use toilet paper and latex for the zombie hands just you know rip some mm-hmm. texture into there paint it good that to latex go latex is expensive isn't it oh the I liquid latex is pretty cheap but the liquid the silicone stuff that you mix is mm-hmm. super pricey yeah yeah really quick you, though it uh, like you've been busy yeah one of, one of the things i wanted to get in and ask you before uh we get too far is uh one of my favorite actors you got to work with two times now on the set of Ted Two and Patriots Day, and that would be Mark Wahlberg. Oh, uh, Marky Mark. You're, you're from Boston, so that's where he's from. Tell me how that was like mm-hmm. working with, to me, the legend 
uh, Mark Wahlberg. And did you guys have any cool, like, did he ever personal time? Like, did he ever like, not personal time that came out wrong, but I mean like, you know, where he, he was able to like talk to you and like give you pointers or yeah. say something yeah. super yeah. cool or so anything like that. I shot with him a couple of times. So I shot with him for Patriots day and then obviously Ted too. Um, Ted too. I was, I got a really good shot. Someone sent me and he was staring right at me and it broke my concentration. And I looked away and started okay. looking at the camera and they're like, don't oh look no. at the camera. Don't look at the camera. I'm like, he's looking at me. He's looking at me. It just, it freaked me out a little bit. But um, on Patriots Day, yeah, I, I was able to talk to him a lot on that because initially they had me in as a nurse. And then they were like, you're also going to be in the marathon too. And we want you in the front. So if you're going to be in the front, you're going to need to be near the explosion. And he was obviously a cop there. So um the first time I was trying to be Billy Badass and they were like, do you, do you want some plugs? Because this explosion's, you know, it's going to be pretty loud. I'm like, no, I don't need those. <laughs> so they did the explosion and all I could hear was ringing and he could see my face and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm okay. He's like, I can hear you. You can't hear me. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> So he what? went. He went and got them for me, and he's like, "Are you okay?" He was talking to me like I was. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's ringing a lot right now, but I'm good." He's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, he's... Billy Badass. So yeah, he was calling me Billy Badass for the rest of that that day. That's awesome. But um, yeah, yeah, no, he was wicked nice. I mean, he's super dedicated to his hours for him to work out while we were. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Oh. We, were, we had to wait two and a half hours for him to go work out. His arms, Aww. I kid you not, are like the size of my legs. He, he is, his arms are like maybe two of my legs. Like he's a big dude. Wow. I mean, he don't F around at the gym. But he was <laughs> wicked polite. And it, the people that lined up, about, like, they'll let you take a break every now and then, but they have it all taped off. So basically, you're allowed to go take a break, but you're not supposed to talk to anybody. And so I was going outside and just getting some fresh air in between takes. And this guy was out there on his bicycle. And he's like, hey, can you go get Mark for me? I'm like, yeah, let me just go in and I'll just be like, hey, Mark, can you come here for a second? I'm like, no, I can't go get him. I'm like, what, what are you trying to get me by <laughs> He's like, well, <laughs> tell him it's so-and-so. I'm like, are you kidding? I'm, so every time I went out, the guy was still out there. And it was like 90 oh my degrees. God. I'm like, I, I feel so bad for this dude. So finally, <laughs> I went and got one of the assistants. And I was like, hey, can you tell Mark that this dude has been on his bike for literally the whole day? He's been out there since this morning. But then finally, Mark came outside. And he was like, where is he? I'm like, he's over there. Like, the dude on the bicycle. And he went over and he was like, oh, hey, what's going on, guy? And they talked for a few minutes and whatever. And and then he left. But I'm like, this dude waited all day just to get like a, a knuckles from Mark. I was like, wow. Okay. But I mean, I'm he, not gonna lie. Not, he did. He did a whole day for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> would you really? Oh, not a whole day, but probably a half a day. Uh, it's Mark uh, Wahlberg. How would I have? Wait, I know. Half. And who's got that kind of time, day, though? <laughs> Oh, well, I guess you but do. he doesn't well, like I that. Do. I don't know. He's. <laughs> That's funny. Well, next time that he's. I'm lucky because I filmed with him a couple of times. So now when he comes back to shoot, when he when they pull headshots, I always get a call. So I'm like, thank you. Bestie. Aww. I was going to ask but, you um, why you yeah. 
I was going to ask you why you weren't in Hoobie Halloween because that's what was filmed right up your way in uh, um, Salem, wasn't I, it? I decline. I've been declining auditions since COVID started. Oh, COVID really? just did a number on, like a number on me. It did a number on a lot of people, but yeah. Uh, but my agent's going to give me a couple of months, and she's like, "You have a couple of months to to be ready. Be camera ready. Be film ready. Just be ready." She's like, "I know it's been right. hard for everyone." Everyone had to scramble, try to figure out like how they're going to live because they stopped right. all productions. And then for the two years that COVID was around, I mean, I, st I know it's still kind of lingering, but they wanted me to do a COVID test every two days on set. I'm like, you want to jam that thing up my nose into my brain every two days? No, no, I don't want to no. do that. And then yeah. they were like, you have to get the vaccine. If you don't get the vaccine, you can't work. Wow. So it's yeah. been it's been a struggle. It really has. Yeah. And, you know, when when you're used to having hundreds of people on set, there's and I'm not I'm not saying that they they're all waiting on me, but in general, there's someone who's going to make sure that your your makeup's right, your hair is right, your clothes are where they're supposed to be. That if you if you need your lines, if you need someone to run lines with you, there's always someone there. They started limiting the the sets to like 20 people. So you're talking cameraman, the assistants, the actors. You were lucky if you got your makeup on and sometimes you were doing it yourself. And I'm like, I, I don't even feel confident in what I'm doing right now. I feel like a hot mess express. <laughs> but So, I mean, things have kind of like calmed down and stuff like that. So yeah. I know right now that I, they sent me um, a notice for an audition in Boston. They're filming something right now. I can't really talk too much about it, but oh, okay. I, I did turn that down. And my, my agent's basically like, you know what? We've we've been turning stuff down left and right, and I understand. She's like, but you got to get back to it because you know yeah. you're gonna feel like you're not confident if you don't get back to it. Because right. it, it it just does a number on you when you're when you go from busy, busy, busy to absolute nothing. It's like I'm shook. I'm shook. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. It just it took such a toll. But she's like, yep, I'm gonna give you a couple more months, and then you you need to get back in there. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> but One it's of kind our, of good uh, to know that you're at least still have interest out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that people still want to have you in their films and remember yeah. you for sure. Uh, one of our uh, viewers, uh, Stephen Belzer, uh, wanted to talk about uh, R.I.P.D. really quick. It's one of his, uh, I believe it's his son Nick's favorite film. Yeah, Nick, Nick the Zombie, my little buddy. Which, let me just say too, another one of my all-time favorites, Ryan Reynolds, is in this film. Uh, I haven't seen that so I'm hoping that, and also now that we're talking to you, we're only one degree separation from Kevin Bacon. You that's are actually, that's true. true. Isn't that six degrees of seven Kevin Bacon? Have you heard of that game? That's accurate. Yes, yes, of course. So we're, we're only one degree to Kevin mm -hmm. Bacon. That's crazy. <laughs> you are. We'll, we, we'll meet him someday, Vlad. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. related now. Yeah. I know. Right? I got to be the greatest American hero, so I can die a happy man. Dude, I you poked did? the greatest American hero in the eye. She did. <laughs> Dude, I was announcing this celebrity dinner at the Crypticon, uh, at the Saturday night party, and I swung around to, like, over there, and I did not know that William Cat was behind me, and I'm all, and he's all, right, yeah. and our room photographer caught the picture of him going like this, and he goes, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I work at an animal eye clinic and, you know, I can probably help you if it's injured. And it's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. Funny. 
Oh I God, did, I did a stupid so thing like that to um David Spade. I didn't oh, know it was David Spade. I he honestly thought he was like, I thought he was a custodian. I am such oh. an ass. So he comes and he sits down. And he's trying to like hang, and I'm like ignoring him, and I just keep talking to the people next to me, and he's trying to like get involved in the conversation, and I'm just ignoring him. And then I heard Adam like grab the mic, and he's like, "Will you stop flirting with the girls and get over here?" And I was, uh, and I was like. Wait a minute, who is that? And they're like, that was David Spade. I'm like, oh and my like, god, oh. he's such an idiot. <laughs> then he had like a Budweiser cap on, and his beard was all grown out, and he had a flannel. Yeah. On. I just, I just didn't like, look oh like himself. He Hi, really Nick. Didn't. <laughs> Nick's watching hey, right Nick. now. So let's get yeah. into RIPD. Had Jeff Bridges, Mary Louise Parker. Tell us about filming that a little bit. Can I say hi to a few people in the chat? I just noticed. Please do. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hi, Robert and Evil. Thank you for being here. Oh. <laughs> sorry. You about have that. quite the support on uh, Twitter. I noticed. I do. Oh, hi, Dustin. I don't know if you're still here. Um, I do I'm so actually. I'm really, here. I'm really, really lucky. You know, I think because they don't expect too much from me you know they really don't i go on and i say like if i'm having a shit day i'm like god i'm having a shitty day but if i'm having a good day i i'll, I'll tell them all about that too and you know i bring them with me when i'm in my pool or if i go in the hot tub um i can't really bring in anyone on set because that would obviously be a problem but i i did take a picture of the no cell phones on set sign the last time i was there and they're like that's not funny don't do that <laughs> okay um but yeah, no, everyone on Twitter has been really good to me. I mean, I've had a few trolls here and there. I did have somebody like come to my house one time. That was a little scary. So now I have cameras Weird. on the outside of my house. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was late. It was like midnight, 1230. And I could hear people laughing. And I look at time. There's two guys like literally walking up to the front door. And then my my I have a camera on my front door. So the red light went on. And it must have freaked them out because they bolted. I'm like, I wonder what they were gonna do. <laughs> like, what was your plan? Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. Great. So no, everybody on Twitter is great. I, I really, I, I enjoy being on Twitter. I do. I, I'm not on there too often, and and that makes me feel bad because sometimes I, I miss messages. I know, and I'm so sorry for the delay on getting in touch with you. And we finally were able to get get together. So I'm glad it finally Definitely. happened. Definitely. So thank you. You know, for a lot of times. A lot of times I just shoot those messages with like no regard to who it is or how important or not important they are. You know what I mean? And I don't really ever expect like a message back. And so when you re replied back to me and you were open to coming on, I was like, yes, you know, like we got one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. And I'm, I'm like I said, I'm sorry that for the back and forth. And I know we were trying to plan this for a while now, so. I really do appreciate oh, yeah. you having me here. I did want to answer the little guy's question about um, RIPD. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can tell you guys a little bit, a little bit of back history on that. I don't yeah, know sure. if it's actually been out, been out there yet. We'll just say it has been. So okay. um, Jeff Bridges, who was a lead in that, he he's an, a phenomenal actor. He really is. He's a great actor. And when he read the script, he acted appropriately to what the script said. But after filming, they were way over budget because they had to redub all of his lines. Can you believe that? So they oh, went wow. way over budget. Yeah, but I mean, he's a phenomenal actor. But they said that it, it was, was too hard to understand him. 
There was another um, actor, I remember reading something recently where they were being fed their lines through like an earpiece. Um, mm -hmm. But he was, he was just on, he just couldn't understand what he was saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was couldn't it, understand what he was saying. It was mumbling. Is it, be like, is it an age thing or was it like an alcohol thing? No, no. I, I, I believe that he was acting accordingly to what the scripts, what he really believed the character was supposed to do. Oh, got it. Got it. Understood. I do. I think okay. he was doing what he thought was best for that role. But, you know, at the end of the day, when, you know, that was a wrap and they had to go back and edit a lot of it, they had to dub over, you know, which wow. them way over budget. And, you know, they, they turned Providence into Boston when we were filming. So basically all of the signs like Lansdowne street in Boston and, you know, they they changed all of the signs in Rhode Island for us to film. They even changed all the storefronts to make it look like we were in Boston. We had a wow. lot of angry, angry residents there. Let me tell you, because obviously we blocked traffic on a lot of a lot of the busier streets in downtown Providence and people weren't having it. The postal men were mad at us. The UPS men were mad at us. This is ridiculous and yelling out the windows at us. And it's like you're only making it harder. We can't we can't work fast if you're gonna keep coming by and yelling stuff out the window. We have to right. reset. Right. So it's right. you know, but they were they were they were a little feisty, a little and I understandably so because it was during the week. It was work a work day for most people. And now they are trying to figure out how to get into their office or how to deliver mail or deliver a package. And it wasn't easy. I, I loved filming I that. I really did. I did, did you, almost get uh, run over you... by that car, but other than that, it was great. <laughs> Wait, tell us about this running over of a car. <laughs> uh, well, you know, at first I didn't realize that that wasn't planned, but then I heard them over there, Mike's talking, and he's like, yeah, dude, not so hot on that turn. Like he went up <laughs> on the curb and almost ran me over, literally. And I had heels on and it was it was summer. And I had a pea coat on and a black sweater and because it was supposed to be a winter setting and I was dying. So they, they're so sweet. Like the, the people that they keep on set, I, mean, I, I understand it's their job. They get paid for it, but they don't have to be happy. And they are, they come over with their umbrella. They're holding the umbrella over my face. And another, another person has like the personal fan. Another person's patting my face away. So I'm not shiny. I'm like, <laughs> if I had a chair, Right, and somebody like rubbing my feet. This would be the perfect setup right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I understand that's their job. That's what they do. But they do most of them do it happily. And you know, you get excited when you get back to another set, and you see the same. You know, like you were saying, you see the same makeup artist, or you see the same um, assistant. You know, so it's like right. uh, you see the second like AD, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and they and they're like, oh, there she is, there she is. Yeah. yeah. My biggest problem is when I was on the American Hustle, I was so busy like talking. So I, I love talking to people. So I was so busy just chit chatting away to everyone. And they called my name and I didn't hear it. There was one other person who had the same name as me. So they brought her back and they did her full makeup and everything. And then they bring her out to the floor. And I heard them saying my name again. And I'm like, who the hell is calling me? So I, I went over to the AD. I'm like, who's calling me? They're like, we've been calling you for 20 minutes. They took the wrong girl back. Now they put all of your stuff on her. Now we have to take oh, it shit. off her and put it on you. You have to stop talking. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> but they That's do. Awesome. They whip you together like super, you know, if it's something like that and it needs to be like done stat, 
you yeah, have like, like five people working on done. <laughs> yeah if you have one person whipping your shoes on another person zipping up the back yes. of your jumpsuit someone else is doing your hair and your makeup and Mm-hmm. That was so fun, though, like looking like a 70s girl. That was so fun. I mean, other than the stilettos, <laughs> and I yeah. had like a, they had like a brooch that was like, I had like super, super cleavage. And I was like, oh, my dad is going to kill me. <laughs> and they were like pinning this brooch on me to try to close it up a tiny bit. And it was stuck. It was sticking in me like the pin was sticking Ouch. in my skin the whole time. And they're like, just keep smiling, just keep smiling. <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy. I love this. I love every minute. This is so fun. I love this. And then I, I took it off and I had like the blood drip, the dry yeah, blood down my chest. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's just blood. Don't worry about it. I, I can carry on. Not, not a problem. So uh, awesome. Melissa Volan wants to know if you were able to meet Ryan Reynolds. And if you did, was he nice? I didn't meet Ryan Reynolds. I wish that I did. I wish that I, I think did. We all wish we did. Yeah, he's uh, he's just so funny. He he reminds me of like a Sam Rockwell. I love Sam Rockwell. He's so. Funny. Oh yeah, he's the greatest. Isn't he the best? Um, yeah. He is kind of in my, like uh, my Rudolph. Same thing. I mean, Saturday Night Live can't go wrong. You know, she's right. got to be good at improv, and she is so funny. And I was saying to her on set, like she was singing one day, like we were doing the way way back. I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. I'm sorry. We were doing the way way back and she was singing and she has such a beautiful voice. I said, oh my God, you have such a beautiful voice. Why aren't you a singer? And someone's like, don't you know who her mother is? I'm like, no. They're like Minnie Ripperton. I'm like, okay, who's that? So of course I like called my mom and I was like, who's Minnie Ripperton? She was like, she had like the highest tone of whatever in history until like Mariah Carey, I guess. Oh, wow. She sings, she sings some song called Loving You. And she's Loving like, you. that's it. That's her mom. Easy <laughs> oh, that sounds just like her. That Yeah, that was. That yeah. Was that squeaky at the end. <laughs> yeah, I can't I, do it. I had no idea. I was like, oh, my gosh. No wonder why she has such an amazing voice. But I didn't know her backstory. Like her mom died on tour when she was three and she was with her on the tour. She had cancer, oh, breast wow. cancer. I'm like, wow, that is like fascinating. And she's Milano. I didn't know that either. Oh, okay. Interesting. That, that's gotta be one of the world's like most, like most well-known songs, I would think. Well, Loving yeah. you. I Love learned it after. Emory some clients autographs at Crypticon in Seattle. They will you have, have you ever convention. done a convention? No. Uh, no, I haven't done a convention. Oh. I would love to. They're a to, lot of though. fun. They I are a lot to. of fun. Yeah. You know that I got, I actually, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? When Twitter like gives you like a penalty. I don't know what it's called, but I got in trouble because <laughs> I posted a picture of myself where I had like, my teeth were like hanging out and it looked like I had like a, like a facial flesh wound, literally. It was, <laughs> but it was the coolest picture. I was like a typical day at the office and I posted it. And the next thing I know, I, I get an email from Twitter that I'm not, I'm not allowed to do that. I was like, are you serious? Someone reported that? I'm like, I work in entertainment. Yeah. I'm not a violent person, but yeah. <laughs> so I got in trouble for that. And they sent me this long thing that because of that, 
um, they won't verify my account for a year and they'll redo wow. it again. And I was like, okay, you don't have to verify me. My friends know who I am. That's fine. I was like, wow, little feisty. Yeah. But yeah, Twitter. I was like, I can't believe you took the time to email me to cuss me out. But all right. Thank you. <laughs> It's funny because um, typically, like I, I'm on Facebook, and I've if I do get in trouble on Facebook, it's a mandatory 30 day ban for me. And uh, back in like 2011, I actually had uh, scarification done, so it looked like I had like an axe wound over my eye. And uh, I posted the picture right after it was done, and I had like a little bit of blood trickle down. And so I'm waiting for the day that that gets reported, and then I get like a 60 day ban or something like that. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm kind of anticipating it. Well, I didn't happen with your finger situation, and I'm surprised. And That's I'm true. glad, too, because that was very cool. <laughs> he has his finger in a jar. He had it amputated. Yeah, yeah. Show her it? the jar. Show her the jar. I want to see. Yeah, nothing <laughs> grosses me out. I can take just about anything. Yeah, me too. I love I That's love. That's pretty stuff. badass. And you know it's That's mine so because I was born in 1977. So you see there, there's that seven. The seven. That's how I know it's my can finger. I ask what happens? You didn't do that yourself. Oh, no, no. I, want, I want this bad boy in a job. This no, one, I did it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I worked at a lumber mill, and um, my job was I was a machine operator, and the lumber would come in front of me, and I would have to flip it depending on like if there was bow in the wood. And so when I flipped it this one time, it landed on my finger on this like middle little metal like guardrail, and it blew the tip of my finger off, and it like basically tore the meat off the bone. And so they, oh my God. after the first surgery, I had so much nerve damage <clears throat> that they ended up giving me shots in my neck and stuff like that. And it went like a year and I was like, I can't do it anymore. And so they, in February, cut it off finally. Oh, I'm sorry. And but you I know, I'm just the one I keep it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My, I got, my I got cousin my... actually saves all these dead animals. She has like jaws of them. And what do you me guys too. put them in? Dude, you? yes, I have. I've, I've been working in veterinary for like 25 years. And right now I'm working at an animal eye specialist. So I've got a collection of eyeballs, but I've got tons of testicles, ovaries, tumors. This um, is just, fact, this is close. I got an otter's thing. paw. What is that? An otter's paw. It's oh, crazy. Wow. I happen to have a, a, an eyeball lens. And I don't know if you can see it, but it looks like a little... You guys are badass. You don't know. I have half a pig ladder. <laughs> I have puppies and kittens are in the other room, though, and a jar of dead octopi. Yeah, you wow. should come over. We collect I, got a sheep, uh, I got a sheep brain. Nice. Oh my God, yeah, you do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she got you there. <laughs> I collect live and dead things. I've got tarantulas and snakes and lizards, cockroaches. Now, what is that called? Uh, collecting animals you, yeah well, so <laughs> if, if it's like dry it's taxidermy and then typically if it's like in a jar it's wet specimen taxidermy okay i knew that there so, was a name for it yeah so my, like my taxidermy. Yeah. yeah my relative literally has a room dedicated to all kinds she has everything just like you guys that's crazy that's awesome that's fascinating yeah. though we, uh, <laughs> we um make my wife makes these things called uh, Valhalla ladders, and she just made one out of uh, uh, deer ribs. <clears throat> so it's like a lat, it's like a, a hanging ladder thing for the. I saw that. It looks really yeah. good. 
She just That's made another awesome. one made out of like driftwood. So nice. Oh, I Some love stuff in driftwood. Oh yeah, this is Luke. He's got a live baby squirrel. squirrel. Aww. It's his buddy. He calls him, I think, what does he call him? Lil Homie? <laughs> that is <laughs> cute. It's hilarious. Dude, cute. A dude on a skateboard with a squirrel running around on him. <laughs> Stacey, I love um, your hair, Michelle, by the way. Oh, thank I you. I my hair purple once and I got I got in trouble for that. Aww. They're like, you're never going to get, you're never going to get a job with your hair purple. I was like. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to, yeah, to fill roles with weird colored hair. There's only it's a specific thing you can do. Yeah. You worked in medical, so you have a medical degree or something, don't you? I do. Yes. What yeah. is it in? Um, OBGYN. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, so what I, made you want to like, well, I was doing both and it, it, it when I started to get weird, I, I left my job. Yeah. Um, I actually had a patient come in and she was like, Oh my God, I saw you in my dentist commercial. It was just really, it was distracting. Yeah, And sometimes when you work with a lot of women, maybe you get lucky and you'll have that supportive women group that they're like, yes, girl, you rock, girl power. I didn't have that right. group. Oh. They were like, you can't be professional and do this and do that. Like you got to oh. choose one. of. I mean, not before they made me like their headline and their pamphlet for the hospital and the, you know, VIP video employee of the year, blah, blah, blah. And then they were oh. like, you got to choose. Like, it's too much of a distraction. People are, are, they don't, they either want you here or you need to do that. Because yeah. I was calling out a lot and I was auditioning a lot. And I was taking, like, for Patriots Day, I had to take off a couple of weeks of work. Wow. And they're like, we, we need you yeah. here. Like, we can't, yeah. we can't do both. And they were very understanding at first when it was just like an audition here, an audition there. Right. But then it was like, I need to take a month off. They're like, what? And it just kept it. And every time I went in, it was harder and harder for me to ask for the time off. Yeah. Like, you have to decide what you want to do. Do you want to stay in medicine or do you want to stay in acting? Because you can't do both because right. you can't split yourself like that. And it's not fair to you. And it's not fair to us. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, but I did get to train under Harvard um, professor. So I'm very well versed in medicine. That's really awesome so i always have that to fall back on yeah yeah i actually have a relatable story to that stacy uh about like a profession and it like kind of like dripping over into your normal life um back, sure. back in like the sure. early 2000s i used to do what's called deathmatch wrestling but i didn't do it in a backyard like you see on tv i actually did it in a nightclub in portland oregon in front of like 400 people but we would do like the flaming mm -hmm. tables and cactus matches and stuff like that and um so my very first match, um, I my the name I went. So this is all this is a punk rock bar, and my first wrestling name was the Sodomizer, and uh, <laughs> I wrestled the oh whole match God. as the Sodomizer. <laughs> and I ended up using this guy, and um, it was like a really fun time. It was my first time there, my first time having a match there, and it was amazing. Well, I go on a date with this girl probably a week or two later, and we're walking in downtown Portland. And someone across the street recognized me. I mean, I'm not hard to, for you know, not recognize, but recognizes me and screams out across the street, Sodomizer! <laughs> and I like look you over and I'm like, I got to switch my wrestling name. Like, that's not, I can't have that. That happen. was your that's moment. Where I go. Huh? <laughs> that was your moment. That was yeah, it. I mean, oh, I got, a sodomizer. I got recognized. And then another funny story was that same place. Someone had made a sign 
that said like um kill him reverend burl or whatever because that was the next name i went by and uh he made a sign <laughs> and during one of the matches i took the sign and hit someone with it no one ever saw it again and like three <laughs> years later this dude's like hey aren't you reverend burl and i'm like yeah and he's like hey i got a sign in my kitchen hanging up that I got that somebody brought home from some wrestling match and it's of you. And oh I was like, God. what? Like three years later and it was hanging in his, in his kitchen. Oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you want it? And I'm like, no, man, it belongs there. Like let's let it live there You're forever. I'm okay with it. Yeah. It was pretty That's fun. That's awesome. So uh, relatable though. Like, you know, I had to change my name because. So that, that is the funniest thing. That's only happened to me. It happened to me a couple of times, but one time, I was at work and I went outside to take a walk during lunch and someone had passed out and they were like literally laying on the ground. So there was an ambulance like on the sidewalk, like taking care of them. So I thought I was doing the right thing. So I walked out to the street and around it and the cops started yelling like, Hey, Hey. And I was like, me, he's like, you don't recognize me. I'm like, no. He's like, I was security at Patriots Day. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how are you? It was just oh, so God. funny. I thought, awesome. I thought you were going to yell at me because I walked on the street. I said, I was just trying to give you space to work on that dude over there. He's like, oh, he's drunk. He's fine. Oh, my God. That's yeah, so that was funny. my moment. I was like, oh, my God, I just had a moment. That's great. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Stacy, I can't tell you how happy I am that you came on. It has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Oh, you guys you. are so fun. Oh, oh you're so fun. Much. I'm, I'm so glad that. Do you have any final thoughts or anything? Do you have like a, 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 a words of wisdom for our viewers? I would say if there's something that you really want to do, do it. Don't give up. It I might like be that. hard at first, but do it. And you'll find you'll you'll find your real supporters along the way. You really will. Exactly. I encourage anybody to follow their dreams. I really do. And success is only measured by your own self, not other people. So if you feel like you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path and you are, it doesn't really matter what the Amen. outside people think. And Absolutely. if you're not doing something, the only thing that's stopping you is you. So right? mm -hmm. Melissa Volk says you're awesome. We agree. You guys are great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, uh, thank, thank you for coming on our show. <laughs> have an awesome night. Hopefully I'll come back and I'll have more stories for you. Yes, Absolutely. for sure. We'll have you on any time. Thank have you, Stacey. You have a great night. Thank you again. All right. Bye. Thank you. Man, uh, she's well, awesome. She's super awesome. <coughs> I'm really oh, yeah. happy that she answered my private message on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is so down to earth and friendly and really cool. Absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you'd think, like I said, you know, working with such legendary actors like Mark Wahlberg, you know, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. you don't look have a big head about yourself or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you'd, you'd almost. Well, she still has fangirl moments. And I think that's freaking cool. Dude, 100%. <laughs> I mean, and even, I mean, like for us at Crypticon, it's like, you know, we work in the celebrity bar and we're kind of around them. But there was right. times like when um, uh, I was in the elevator with Christine Elise and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like I was in the elevator with Elvira, and I was like, you know. Oh, my God. Bringing her her rose was like the highlight of my, my oh life. Oh, my God. You, got, you were lucky. You were lucky. Well, I can't wait till next year. So tell May. us what's going on next week again. Next week, we're having Mick Strawn. Uh, he's done special effects for some really famous, scary movies. He's a really cool guy. I, God, I don't remember what year I met him. I think it might have been 2017 or 18. I don't remember if I met him at Crypticon or at 
uh, a haunt um, where he was doing signings. Anyways, um, I fed him some some chocolate, and he's like, "Is this poison?" I'm like, "Yes, it was you know, salted <laughs> chocolate." So was that's it? kind of like our joke about salted chocolate. He's a really nice guy. Um, you're you're he gonna love on him. Nightmare Four, didn't he? Uh, three and four, I believe. Yes, yes. The two good ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a lot of fun. He's he's a, a kick in the butt. So we're gonna have a good time next week, also. So oh hey, ah uh, yes, you, so you had awesome. such a good support team tonight. That was super awesome. I love it when people bring their people. It's pretty cool. I like when people bring their people. Yeah. Well, yeah. folks, that ends this week's show. Or I, Vlad the Brad, along with Michelle of the Dead. Keep you entertained for 30 minutes to an hour every Monday night, 7 p.m. Yeah. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific, right Pretty here much. on the Zompire Horde podcast. On 66.6. On your AM. Welcome to the Zompire Horde podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you?